Hey Swifties, welcome back to the podcast. Um, I have with me three esteemed Swifties and self-proclaimed Taylor Swift fans with me today. Um, why don't you guys introduce yourself um, and give three or top three Taylor albums and then when you started listening to her. Okay, I'm Anna. My top three albums are probably Folklore. Speak Now, and Reputation, and I started listening to her in, like, 2009, probably, maybe 2008. <laughs> okay, um, I'm Rachel, and my top three Taylor albums, I would say, are Folklore, Evermore, and Speak Now, The Holy Trinity, and, um... Uh, okay, continue. Um, I started listening to Taylor... I want to say I was probably like five or six and I had this little radio and I got to make my own CD with all my favorite songs on it. So that's when I started getting into her. It was a year. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's see. 2010, I'd say. Me things. (laughs) A 10 year Swifty. 10 year. Yeah. Yeah. The golden anniversary. Um, I'm, I'm Kat. I've been a Taylor Swift fan since. 2008 um and my top three are folklore um 1989 and reputation okay i'm gonna have to say number one 1989 hands down I don't pop think perfection the po- pop perfection. literally no album can beat that that's literally one of the best pop albums mm-hmm. i've I ever agree. heard mm-hmm. especially because it was her first one too Jack Antonoff. Yeah, that was incredible. Um, 1989. If I could put 1989 three times, I would. Um, But I guess my second one would be Reputation. The world tour was great. That show was incredible. Um, I love the era, too. when, When we get to Reputation, we need to talk about... When she posted on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Do you guys I remember? When, like, the snake the world yeah. on On the eclipse day, and everyone was like, oh, my God. <sighs> okay, yeah, we'll get into that when we dive deep into reputation. Um, but I, I don't have a third, but if I would have to give one, it would be either Debut or Fearless. Which is... Okay. I love Debut. No Red. I feel like that's a rare answer. It that's is not a rare many people would say I, that. I think that, yeah. I agree. They they didn't like appreciate it. They haven't appreciated it enough. I think debut is so underrated just because it's country. Like Hey Steven. Mm. Okay, that's on fearless. I know. Whoops, can we just? <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, no, that's no, no. Two drops of my guitar. Incredible. Our song. Incredible. Should have said no. Should have said no. no. Should have gone home. Place in this world. Oh. Cold as you. Stay beautiful. Come on, come on. Stay beautiful. Stay beautiful like, really eats. Yeah. Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. Oh, Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw is great. That's great. Invisible. I love her early stuff. People hate it. And I'm yeah. like, I love It's so, like, overlooked just because she was young. Yeah. I think, like, she's, most of her fan base, she has, has been getting bigger by the year. And I think some of these newer people only know the reputation, the 1989, the lover. Her pop stuff. And they, they haven't listened to any of Taylor Swift. Her roots. And Fearless. Speak Now in- included. Speak Now is when she started really getting popular. Like, Fearless was, like, kind of her debut of mm-hmm. getting fame. And then Speak Now, she kind of blew up. Okay, let's talk about best music videos before we get into albums. 
I think you belong with me is always it's iconic. Like mm-hmm. that's like iconic. I remember everyone knows like, that. Everyone talked about that video. Yeah. Also, I there's something like so nostalgic, and I I this was the first like Taylor era I lived through that I can like really remember like participating in stan culture at a young age. Um, <laughs> when twenty two. Oh, oh yeah. And music video. Yes. I knew you were together. trouble. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So yes. good. Her old music videos blew it out of the water. Like when she was younger. Like think of like mine. Like she put in the oh, work for the music videos. Mean. Absolutely. Eat. Mean. Mean is like iconic. Like her music videos used to be like little life. movies, basically. Yeah. Like they were telling a story every time. I think Love Story. 1989 had great ones, too. Oh, Love Story. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Style. Yeah. That was one of the best. Oh, Blank Space is, like, probably her best. Oh, Blank, that I is. Think Blank, Blank Space, Space is, is my favorite yeah. music video. Remember Blank Space, the app, where you could walk through the house? And then she wanted at me? Yeah. <laughs> that was so good. Um, no, she absolutely eated in that music video. Yeah. Folklore had that good one, too. Folklore had Cardigan, which was, like, kind of a, almost, like, simple, but it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. It was a great And it, it tied into some... Willow. I yeah. think, yeah. though, there was something so charming about her early music videos. They're, like, not as crazy heavily produced because yeah. mm-hmm. now, like, her budget is yeah. incredible. She can get whatever she wants in a music exactly. video. Yeah, they had, uh, like, character to them. They yeah, told a story the, every it, time. Example of, like, me. Like, that was the most overdone music yeah. video of all time. Oh, yeah. I agree. We'll talk about that yeah. flop. Uh, yeah. When we get to Lover, uh, and then like me, and then uh... okay, you need to calm down. Was like not bad because oh, she had all those features. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On the stage, Miss J. She had all the features in it. Okay, the delicate music video was like all right. I liked her dress, but like oh yeah, yeah. There was no like heavy production, which was nice. But I think the music video that was very iconic. Um, it what was the one that like? Look what you made me do was so. Look what you made me do. Is that the one that like at the end with the people jumping and like the? It's it's like her standing and then all her old selves are. Yeah, I remember we watched it live. It was right after the VMAs. And then you saw her getting out of that grave. The and grave. I literally mm. almost fell And then out she's like seat. in the bathtub and like you see the one dollar piss that she sued was that guy for one dollar. So good. Her sexual assault case. And that I was thought, so good. No. Absolutely. I think uh, that and that era I really lived through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really lived through that, <laughs> that era. That was right after the house exploded. Yeah. It was like she went on that what three or four year hiatus and it was yeah. like everyone was just waiting for a new album. I mean that was when That's when she was cancelled and yeah. Taylor Swift is over party. Oh, oh my, my god, do you remember god. the the snake emojis? Mm-hmm. Everyone mm-hmm. hated Taylor. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah, I remember sitting at like a restaurant or something and just scrolling through all the snake emojis and I was like, Oh my god. And then do you remember like there was that era where like now it's like it's kind of it's kinda of cool if you say like Taylor Swift. People are kinda mm-hmm. like, Yeah, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was an era of time. If you said that you like Taylor Swift, you would have been burned at the stake. It was like there was such like a stigma against her for some reason for so long. It's still kind of there. Yeah. But like for so long. Um, and then with Reputation Era, she she yeah. That was like she deleted her Instagram. I remember just keep refreshing and everything mm-hmm. just kept deleting. I was like, oh my god. I think there's something about um like her pop stuff that is just a little I don't want to say overproduced because it is obviously like literally some of the best songs I've ever heard and like it's amazing, but there's such. Well, the great thing about folklore is like and Evermore is like all is the production is so stripped down. down. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I think that's, that's what makes it so charming, so good. 
I think that's some of her best songwriting too. Like, oh, oh, I think that's her best songwriting album. That. I think that the reason though that I like some of her earlier stuff more is because she's literally like a like a nineteen year old, like fourteen. Well, 15. she wrote "Speak Now" all by herself when she was like what nineteen. Yeah, yeah, like the whole gotcha. album. Yeah, like it is really, really good. And then the production isn't too crazy. Like I'm thinking about Reputation, and your ears are literally getting pounded. Um. That's a great thing that the re-records is like mm-hmm. she's she's. Oh, let's talk about the re-records for a second, um, before we get into the albums. When I tell you, I am so excited yeah. for nineteen eighty nine and for Reputation. No, I'm excited for Reputation. Is not gonna get re-recorded it's until twenty twenty three, but it will be. It because it didn't get um, it wasn't released in time for it to qualify re-recordings until twenty twenty three. I'm excited for all the vault songs. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Nineteen eighty nine vault songs. I the nineteen eighty nine vault songs. I am not cannot okay. I'm not are okay. literally going to. Because I just can't wait to relive the era. And like, yeah. like the, even the debut prepared. vault songs, like if she, we don't get like I'd Lie, our I Heart Question, like all of those unreleased songs, like mm-hmm. as produced instead of just listening the, on like, YouTube or the, something. The um, vault songs from Fearless. Were like really good because okay, I think it yeah. was hard for me to listen to the re recordings and notice that they were different because, like, I was so used to the yeah. original recordings. But the vault songs, since I was hearing them from the fir- for the first time, yeah, I was they're so good. If Mr. Perfectly Fine was released 13 years ago when it was like supposed to be, yeah. it would have been like such a big hit because everyone loves it now, yeah. I'm interested to see how she's gonna do this rollout because it's like she started at fearless which is kind of weird to me well but i that's kind of when but think about like if she started with debut people would wouldn't be as excited about it because like yeah fearless is what people know like that's Uh like love story you belong with me yeah that's like that's taylor swift so do you think she's gonna do fearless i think she's gonna do 1989 next i think it's either 1989 or speak now for the summer i think 1989 because I'm fully ready to have a 1989 summer. Yes, she I agree. She already did um, the Wildest Dreams song. Yeah, she mm-hmm. teased that yeah. in her Instagram story. And the first song she teased was Love Story, and she released that a couple months later, so And I've been sense. seeing people, like, on Twitter post, like, her doing something that, like, she did when she was releasing 1989 or whatever. Like, and, like, she's wearing, like, blue oh, nails. Threes. Yeah, we they don't know, because we thought that what there was going to be a trilogy album. There was a bunch of threes. Yeah, April 30th. Everyone thought there was going to be a trilogy album. I thought, I, I Every, it, Everyone got clowned. Yeah, yeah. But, there are so many signs leading to it, too, like the three scrunchies but, and stuff. But it has to mean something, like, why is she, she doesn't And Aaron Dessler, Des- whatever his last name is, is doing the three emojis, too. And he's produced Folklore and Evermore. So, hopefully there's a trilogy, but I don't know. Uh, I, I'm I'm just ready to have a 1989 summer. I'm really. I think she has to do 1989 next because that would probably like one of like I think she's doing in order of like popularity. I think 1989 and then go back to speak now for like the fall. I'm just nervous for all the um, new album covers because I wasn't entirely impressed with Fearless. I mean, I it was a good concept. Really, I liked Fearless because I, it was so simple. Well, but I just think that the filter was off. But I liked the concept. I love the filter. I liked the concept that she's like turning the other way. But like I, don't I that was that's like one of my favorite album really? covers because it's just like 
so similar to the old one, yet it's, like, you can tell it's new, well, and it's, I, like, her maturing. I think I'm nervous because I love the Speak Now album cover. Like, it's probably my favorite album cover. Yeah. And like, I'm if she messes that up, yeah. Mine's that. 1989, so mm. I'm worried that she's not going to be able to top that. I'm worried, that's one of my favorite album is, covers. Well, yeah. I'm worried she's not going to keep the Polaroid border, and I want that. No, I think she I better. Think she probably will, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I'm so excited. I wonder red, what the debut like one's going to look like. album cover. I don't think it's horrible, but yeah. It's, it's kind like, of, like, iconic. iconic. It, the, yeah. the font is iconic. Yeah. I just remember, like, when she posted that. I don't remember when she posted it, actually, but I remember, like, the world reacting to the album cover. Like, to Red? Everyone was yeah. talking about mm-hmm. her. She, this is when she was starting to become a little more pop. Yeah. That was, Red was the perfect transition into pop. Like, that I was, agree. like, mm-hmm. think because, yeah. Each. It wasn't too country. It wasn't too pop. It was, like, perfect transition. All right, let's discuss Taylor's first album debut. Taylor Swift released in what two thousand six? Her first album. Yeah, October twenty third, two thousand six. Mm. Let me let me go through this track list a little bit. Tim McGraw, perfect debut. Incredible, but I also think, um, I don't want to be like it's tacky, but. An artist using, like, someone else that's, like, notable as their first thing is kind of... Like, that would be... Imagine, like, Lady Gaga's first song being called, like, Madonna. I guess, but at the same time, like, the song isn't about Tim McGraw. It's about, like, the... the like, like someone thinking of Tim yeah, McGraw. Yeah, when someone... Th- I hope you think of... Still, I mean, I, I... Okay. Well, maybe it's not a big deal. Um, Picture to Burn... Perfect. Perfect. Incredible the music video. Absolutely. Out of 10 song. I, I'm going to say this Should right now. No? Mm. I'm going to say that is my favorite song on the album. I, Teardrops on My Guitar is classic. I yeah. love that song. Teardrops on My Guitar is good. Um, I think for me, Cold As You is my favorite on the album. song rating on that song. I'm a track five. Um, I'm the big. I'm a big fan of the track fives. Mm-hmm. So you'll for those s- of you who don't know, track fives are notorious for being the saddest song on the album. Yeah, like yeah. The, uh, she she does that on purpose. Now she used to not, but now she does. Um, I do like "Hold As You," but I'm not a huge fan of like her slower songs. The songwriting on the that song, songs. though, like it's not my favorite. Yeah, we're opposites on that. From. Tied together with a smile is pretty good too. Yeah. Tied together. Oh, okay. the outside is really good. Um, uh, the outside is really good. Invisible is really good too. Invisible eats. Tied together with a smile. Stay beautiful. I love Stay Beautiful. Yeah. Our song. Our I think song it's really, really it's really good. talented for someone of her age too. How old like, was she? She was like a freshman in high school. She wrote most. Of she wrote oh, "Tears yeah. Onto My Guitar" in like her algebra one like notebook. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's insane. insane. That's pure talent, mm-hmm. you know. Um, what do you think if if you were someone like being able to choose the singles of the album? What would you choose? Our song. Our song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think that picture to burn. It's so many people's favorites now. I think that's a great way to start out because it's so catchy. Mm-hmm. Should have said no is really good. Yeah. I feel like that's single material. I think Tim McGraw is also a pretty good single. Because it's perfect country music when mm-hmm. you think about it. Like, that could play alongside anyone else. 
Oh, Mary's song is so good. I don't know if yeah. that'd be a single, but it's a good song. Oh, Mary's song is amazing. This is a long album. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. What artist needs that many songs? Fifteen. And I'm I am not a country fan at all. Neither mine, unless yeah. it's her. I um, love a good like eleven, twelve song album. You boom mm-hmm. right through it. Yeah. Honestly, maybe even ten. What are her shortest al- What's her shortest album? I don't know, but folklore. No. 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 Folklore is long. long. Uh, no, yeah, folklore. So is Lover. Lover's like sixteen tracks. Ugh. I think it might be. Wait. Not needed. It's probably <laughs> nineteen eighty nine. Probably. Maybe yeah, her that has a lot of deluxe. Yeah, 1989 so far the... Yeah, it's the shortest by far. I'm mad that Reputation didn't have a bonus. Or a deluxe edition. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, when the Vault songs come out from that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say my f- top three songs on this album. Picture to Burn. Um, our song... Should have said no. I like Mary's song, Stay Beautiful, and mm, probably Picture to Burn. Mm. What about you, Kat? I think Cold Is You, A Place in This World, and Tim McGraw. I really am a Tim McGraw fan. Oh, I do like Tim McGraw. I'm Cold As You. Um, what, are, what are my favorites? I can't even think of Stay Beautiful. And I'm going to say Mary's song. All right, let's talk about Taylor's second studio album, Fearless. One of my favorites. Fearless Mm -hmm. is classic. So cohesive. I mean, I think this was the album that really put her on the map. Yeah. yeah, it was like it was like a perfect like I don't really love country, but this album I love. I mean, I think it's just like it's the teen experience. It like is. everyone, it's high this is high school. This is very freshman sophomore year. I think everyone yeah. can at least relate to some part of it. So yeah, and it was her first one to win an album of the year as a Grammy as well, which you, really put her on the map. And you yeah. belong with me was the call and love story. Love everyone story. knows love story. Everyone loves love story. When love story came out. Name one person that doesn't love Love Story. You and can't. when the re-recordings came out, it was like yeah. everyone got to like it was experience all over again. that again. And yeah, and all the songs on here, like, like fifteen is just fifteen is classic. Everything. Fearless is so good. Hey Steve and White Horse, like White Horse is incredible. There are no, White Horse and You're Not Sorry or there are no bad songs on this album. Um, I love Forever and Always. Yeah. I hate The Best Day. What? What? I love The Best Day. That is like my That's least so, it's favorite It's so sad. Song I love it. That's a good song. I try not to listen to it because I know it makes me sad. It's sad, yeah. yeah. It's, that and Never Grow Up. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, the Apple Music um, update with this album yeah. looks really, really good. Do you I see it? Yeah. Sometimes it gl- the glitter it gl- glows. Oh, that looks... I also I love too. all the fan theories about like um, the re-recording album covers about like how she's like now... A guy or something wearing the guy. Yeah, because like the shirt, it's like a pirate kind of shirt, and in the love story music video, the the love interest was wearing that kind of shirt, and it's like now she's the like she doesn't need anyone anymore. I change. Think, um, yeah. Let's talk about the Long with Me music video. That was so that. Uh, that was the blueprint. I, I wanted that for Halloween one year, like that. So did so did I. The junior mm-hmm. jewel shirt. Yep. I remember like her in the in the brunette wig. I think this is the first. Time that I was really made aware of Taylor Swift. So it was And I think you kept hearing her name over and over again. And you're like, oh, who is this? Yeah. yeah. I, my f- two favorite songs ever were Love Story 
and you belong with me. And I had a white dress I called the Taylor Swift dress because the dress you wore in the Love Story music video. And this was what, 2008? Yeah, like yeah, I was, I was, I was, yeah, yeah, I was six. I was probably like, in kindergarten. I was like five. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I mean, it, yeah. that's when I started becoming more of like a super fan. And yeah. Speak Now is when I went like full on stand, but I guess I was older than you guys. Yeah. I mean, we really like, we were like a Taylor Swift family. Like, we, we were. Really I wore like, that Taylor Swift dress everywhere I went. Oh, yeah. Poor mom and dad had to listen to the. I wasn't mm-hmm. really into it though, as much as. Oh, like, and Fearless is when Kanye, like when she was accepting her MTV award for the oh, You Belong With Me music really video, the Let Me, I'll, I'ma Let You Finish. And then all the backlash was why she wrote all of um, Speak Now on her own, too. And Innocent mm-hmm. about Kanye West. Yeah. Um, I just, I love her songwriting on this. I think it's so much like the universal teen experience. It is. It's, it's high school. She captures it. Yeah. And I think it's just like... And fifteen, like she's she just so timeless. That. Like even her re-recordings, I can, I still feel like I'm like fifteen again, like listening to that on the, the bus. re-recordings. Are, they make it sound so polished and mature. Like I love mm-hmm. them. I think in the first track, fearless, fearless, that's starts such it a good song. Fearless, so good. It really like captures such the, a good song. Yeah. I don't love fifteen. I, I think I love 15, 15 all, yeah. and the best day are like my least favorite songs from her. Really? Yeah, there's something about I like both of them. That's interesting. Like, that's I'm, a, I'm a big fan. I'm the. I remember the platinum version was so big to me because like "Come In with the Rain," mm. "Untouchable." I love um, those songs. And "Superstar" so good too. I only started listening to "Superstar" when the re-recordings came out, but I love that song. And then "Love Story." I remember. Do you remember this? We were on our way to the beach, and, like, it would come on every, like, 45 minutes. I'm probably... Or, or, no, no, no. That was You Belong With Me. I wanted to sing Love Story for the talent show. Oh, my God. And I wasn't a singer, so I don't know why I wanted to do that, but... Um, there's a certain person that we all know that sang White Horse at the talent show. <laughs> there is a certain person that a certain we all know. Person. And that was... I think... I remember my mom was, like, talking about, like, oh, what was that song? Because she asked her about it oh really mm-hmm. i remember that no white horse for someone who was what 17 when she was writing that like, that's um, insane that'd be like me yeah. writing any of these songs i could yeah. never uh-huh white horses and i just i can this is like kind of a tangent off topic but when she sings the line in the re-recordings i might actually find someone who mm-hmm. might treat me well knowing that she has found someone who treats yeah. her well is oh. just absolutely mm-hmm. full circle for me so i i really love it i and think it's just such a good yeah. album i'm gonna say let's go through our top three of this of the yeah. album i'm gonna say you belong with me just because it's so iconic and so great um fearless and love story okay um, basic. i'm fearless basic, yeah you're not sorry and white horse I am Tell Me Why, The Way I Loved You, and White Horse. All right, let's discuss her third studio album, Speak Now. Amen. Amen. Let me Amen. take a look at One this of her masterpieces. The songwriting. On Absolutely. That album. And this, for if you guys don't know, she wrote this entirely on her own after some criticism because she had, like, yeah. she was still writing things on her own but got some help. Um, this for a nineteen-year-old to be writing on their own, genuinely. And how mature was it? For this her was to write innocent. This was two thousand ten. That was 10, 11 years ago. This was when I was absolutely a stan. I would listen Same. to it on repeat constantly. I remember singing "Mean" with my cousin, but we would say "nice" and like change all the lyrics. Like this is my childhood almost. This, but yeah, this album is absolutely everything to me. Mine. Back to December. 
Dear John. The story of, the story of uh, Last oh Kiss gosh. is probably her most heartbreaking song ever. Yeah. Long the songwriting on that song. Long, Long lives. Wow. Mine, mine, like, when that was a hit. I loved mine. And I think this was when people, I think people started really paying attention to her during Fearless, but I think with Speak Now, people were like, oh, like, she's actually, like, yeah. she made yeah. her, she was, like, saying, I'm here to stay. Yeah. She was saying, I'm here to stay. I think this was a really... From someone who's 19, it's, mean, it's hard to, to be look able back to write on that this album. I'm that age. I would not. She kept the momentum going from Fearless, but it was so different from Fearless. Yeah. And the story of us is so good. And that was a big single, too, wasn't it? This song is that and mine. Mine it's is like, pretty big. This album isn't too yeehaw country, but it's still like country. It was, I think, after Fearless, she started doing this genre that was kind of on the brink. Yes. Of, yeah. It was like it, a country pop. But it was still considered country which i think a lot of people really enjoyed yeah i think that's what makes her so popular is she's not a yeehaw country artist she's like a pop country artist she catered to like so many different people and i think that's why people liked her because she had a bunch of fans from her debut that was incredibly super super country and they stayed for fearless and they stayed for all this but she also got in some new pop Fan, yeah. yeah. We um haven't talked about Enchanted yet, which oh. is one of my uh, favorite songs of all time. Or s- that's in like my top ten. I actually I ranked all of the songs. I want to see if I can Haunted. Haunted, them. I was just gonna Sp- say we forgot about Sparks Fly. That was big. Better Sparks than Fly that, was oh, big. that just like that, that song me, still that, good. this album just reminds me it's better like than dreaming revenge. almost. I just think it's so good. Better, Better than Revenge. Better than Revenge. That's a good song. Incredible. Okay, D- Dear John and Last Kiss. Like, Dear John's Dear one of my John favorite songs. Is... When we had the Taylor Swift wow. um, like trivia night, they all played They played Dear John and All Too Well back to back, and it was just like going to like, church in that place. Like yeah. everyone was, it's just so I good. I love Dear John. It's, and the songwriting, I, I'm never going to get over that, that she did that all on her own I, and made such a good... Like, cohesive album that still has such good standouts. The songwriting on Last Kiss, like, I watch your life in pictures like I used to watch you sleep. Like, come on. Come on. And I I think she hits the mark every single time with the opening tracks. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Like, mine. And track twos. I'm a, I'm a track two stand. Mine into Sparks Fly, into Back to December, into Speak Now, into Dear John. That's a perfect top five. Or Dear John five. is just the example of a track five, too. It is. Yeah. That, that and yeah. Last Kiss, you could have gone exactly. back and forth, but Dear John. And this one is such sad songs, and I think you kind of don't even realize. realize how sad it is because it's balanced so well. With songs like Long Live, Mine, yeah. Sparks Fly. I mean, Never Grow Up, that's one of her saddest. And I think this I is... I can't even listen to it. This yeah. is a really mature album for, for a 19-year-old. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, some of the artists that are, like, 30 can't do that. Uh-huh. Oh, I found I found my list. Enchanted's number five, and Dear John's number six. I mean... On my incredible. list. This refer. album... Back to the Summer's 14. Top. Yeah, I just... It's so good. It's part of her Holy Trinity, for sure. All right, I'm going to go top three. I'm going to say Enchanted. I'm going to say Better Than Revenge. Um, (laughs) And I'm going to say Haunted. All right, I'm going Dear John, Enchanted, and I guess Back to December. So between that and Last Kiss. I'm going Dear John, probably The Story of Us, and Mine. I'm going to say Better Than Revenge... Enchanted and back to December. Now let's discuss what let's. we've all been waiting for. Red. What an album. 
Red the album stapled of, her as one of mm-hmm. the top artists of all time. I think this album defined 2012 too. Mm-hmm. Yes, it Lem- did. A lot of this people. is 2012 in a nutshell. It 22. Is. 22. You belong with me. Or not? We are never ever getting back together. I, I knew trouble. you were trouble. I mean, okay, all too well. That is one song. That, that is, is second incredible. on my list. I, yeah. And I think she was really. She just kept picking up like popularity and speed. This was like right after the whole Harry Styles stuff, yeah. like during it. Um, and so, like, I knew your trouble. Everyone was like, oh, that's about Harry Styles. That's about Harry Styles. I see a lot of people ranking this album really low. And, like, yeah. I, it doesn't, but a lot of people just say it's because it's not a cohesive album, but I don't think it it's. Is. This is exactly. faulty. I just yeah, want to say that is. this was the first album that I remember I. I bought it because it came out in it came out October twenty second, and I waited to listen to it until the end of November when we were driving up to Boston because I wanted to listen to it on the car ride. And I just like this album means so much to me and so many other people. I think my age like Begin Again. Oh, I love that. that's in my top five I, probably. The lucky one, the lucky oh, one. That's when she got State like, of storytelling too. Like State of Grace. I like, think come on. I just this is fall to me. This is twenty twelve. That's such a good point that this album just may 2012 this album came out we were in was that state park it came out around that time we were at letchworth i think it came out yeah it came out somewhere we were like on vacation or and i remember listening to that um and her new look when she went with the, the straight, the straight hair. hair like i Ugh, she just so said I'm, I'm here to stay and the way that she was like i'm not going anywhere i can reinvent myself and she, she made an entire color her aesthetic and like was able yes. to do that through the entire era the music videos from this era i mean let's talk about we are never getting back together let's talk about i knew you were trouble. we are never ever getting back together was in one take 22 like, she just, like, had yes, a yes. 22 i knew 22 that shirt yeah, I, everything. I think it, that was like this is her hipster era. This is her yes. being iconic. This and is like her enjoying her um, the ponytail, young twenties, and I, I think it. it's a perfect maturity step too. From like, obviously, she's not going to be making music like fearless anymore. Yeah, she's older now, but it's still it's so her, and mm-hmm. it, it really does. This is her last. I'm a little bit country here. We yeah. have some stay, stay, stay. This was her yeah. last. This was her like, transition album, and I think it's the perfect perfect transition, transition album. The, the most perfect, perfect transition yes. album. I mean, there's pop on here. There's a little bit of like country. Red is country to me. Sing with stay, stay, red, stay. Yeah, I love red. I'm a big treacherous fan too. Oh, mm-hmm. that's that's, that's a, my top. That's yeah. her first. I think that's when she really said, "I'm going for the bridges." Yeah, because as yeah. we'll talk about later, she makes bridges just like no other. That's no other. No other. That is her thing. It's her yeah. bridges, and I think she really got into that there. I think she got to say, "What do I want to do? What's my personal style now that yeah. I can do whatever I want?" Mm-hmm. And. I'm not held down because I'm such an icon already. This is when she started having more features too. Gary Light, Gary Lightbody, Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Oh my gosh! To be being a Swifty at this point too was, was just prime. So much yeah. fun. This was the first concert I went to. I forgot to mention. I that. I regretted not going to concerts for so long. Like I was so mad. And I was like, I must. I was ten when I went to this concert, and it was just the most fun thing ever. Like. She put on such a show. I just her concerts are incredible. Yeah. I will never get sick of the singles from Red. I will never get I, sick of I, I agree. Trouble. I will never pop, get sick of it's 22. It's such pop, but it, it's like the perfect. The singles very from, slept yeah. on too. You're ready for 1989 after this. One. You are. We are never getting back together. The never. other singles from albums, I do like. If I overlisten, I do get a little sick of them. But this album, like, I still listen to. Mm-hmm. I knew your trouble. And all them. People were like, it, it's uh, it's like uncohesive. I don't 
I don't agree. That well, I she. I'm pretty sure she did that on purpose because, like, I've read this thing about like that's what your early twenties are like. Like, you go from like all too well to stay, stay, stay to twenty two. Like, I'll she did that on purpose. I love it. I feel like I'm at the perfect age too to rediscover red. Um, like I feel like you're we're what nineteen? Yeah, nineteen. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm yeah. I'm ready for these re-recordings. Should we go into top three? Yeah, I'm gonna say my top three. I have two, or yeah, I have two top threes because in part of me wants to say literally just the singles, the I Knew Your Trouble, 22, We Were Never Getting Back Together because they're so iconic and I listen to they them are. the most. Mm-hmm. But the other part of me wants to say Red, um, All Too Well, and probably Treacherous. Mm-hmm. Mine's Starlight. All Too Well and Treacherous. Um, All Too Well is just one of the best songs of all time, period. I'm going to go with Treacherous, um, The Lucky One, and Begin Again. I'm going to go with All Too Well, Begin Again, and We Are Never Getting Back Together. And now here's the moment we've actually all been waiting for. Please welcome to the stage. (laughs) Welcome to the stage. Jack Antonoff. (laughs) Oh, yes. And the yassification of Taylor (laughs) Swift in a pop. This is this was the turning point in her this, career. This was the This era. is a big deal. And this was yeah, wow. this was let's talk first we are shake course, it off. We are of course talking about the album 1989. Yes. 2014. Yes, yes. I remember the first time I heard Shake It Off. Alright, let's first talk about Shake It Off. Let's talk about this pop, the music video. It was a shock. It was a lot to take in. Especially when you're like uh, whatever Taylor does, I'm ready for. And then you hear this like super pop when you use yeah. something else. You're like, oh. I was like, wait a and minute. And she did it in just the right way because she, in her music video, she did just the amount of, I'm doing air quotes in this, controversial things in her music video to get people talking about her. Yeah. But she was using like, that to her advantage. Well, this is when she started, like, this was her crop top miniskirt era. She would wear that all the time. Like, yes. this is when she started becoming more like, like of a style, and we mm-hmm. all went to this concert. Yeah, yeah, yes. we all did. Yeah. I so, was there. A great so best I, of I was present. <laughs> I was present. Um, I this album is everything to me. I this um, album is everything. I'm the biggest yes. Jack Antonoff stan. I love everything. He everything does. he does. I'm the biggest Lord fan. So I had to just this album is pop perfection. I that's it's, a perfect way to. Describe I know it. we've talked about like Res 2012. This is 2014. This is. The, yeah. This is the style and blank space just solidified her. She can write these catchy songs that are going to be stuck in your head forever. Those songs I'm are ten people still show my kids listen that to song. style. I was listening to style on the way here yesterday. Every single time I go to New York. Well, uh, yeah. I listen no, to and that song is so so good. Clean. 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 Wow, there's mm-hmm. new romantics. Like, I wish you would. All you had to do was stay out of the woods. I know places. Like, this whole, this entire album is so, so, welcome to New York, smash, into blank space, smash, smash, smash. into style, That's amazing. into out of the woods. Yeah. Like, those four songs right next to each other. Are you kidding me? Like, wow. And this is, and this is when people started to, like, be like, wow, she is okay. Like, I think this was a turning point because a lot of people that liked her for her country stuff was like, what is Taylor doing? Da, da, da. Yeah. yeah, it was a little controversial. But... And then she got a bunch of new fans from the pop mm-hmm. people. This, this is yeah. also I started to really stand. Yeah, yeah. This is her shortest album too, which I think is a very pop move that you can really listen to it in one sitting in a long car ride or something. Yeah, really good. And get the full... Let's talk about Bad Blood. I mean, <gasps> let's get into that. Oh my gosh. She, the music video She for that. finally allowed herself to kind of 
not get messy, but just get a little, a little introspective. Yeah, she spent yeah. so long being like, I need to be this perfect, like, yeah. yes, whatever. This like image. when Kanye, when everything happened with Kanye, she wrote Innocent saying, oh, I forgive you, I understand. Yeah. Now she's like, maybe I'm a little mad about something. Maybe yeah. I'm allowed to be mad. That's I'm reputation now. Yeah. I'm. She let herself be, I think, she let herself, like, not do what she wanted to do because of the media, which I completely mm-hmm. understand. Media distorted, because this is, yeah. I mean, being a female her. artist, like, at all is an incredible amount of like just people encourage yeah Yeah, just saying everything you do is wrong and i think she this was i think reputation she really didn't care but 1989 she started to like this was when she's like maybe i should like stop being this perfect image especially she's gonna be in the industry for basically a while she knows and i think this needs to be doing it in a way that she's okay with and on her own terms this cemented her as like oh yeah she is gonna be a pop icon kind of i think this is when people started to be like oh i need to take her seriously she's not just some stupid like like like, the music videos for this era like blank space wow wow that's everything that's all i can say this album it's in my trinity for so many reasons but I just there's songs like Out of the Woods and I Know Places. Those are my songs. Those are my pop yes. songs. They are just so new romantic. So, I think that new romantic. That is my favorite. Let's song talk this about album. the deluxe because let's talk about how I was. I was 12 when this came out, and one girl got it the deluxe from Walmart on the way to school, and we begged <laughs> one of the teachers to use her CD player so we could hear the bonus tracks. It, that so, is just everything. This album is just the definition of iconic. I think the only mistake she did in the rollout of this was having New Romantics not be the lead single. Okay, no, but I think Shake People It Off. People will argue with me. No. People will argue uh, with me. Shake It Off just did so well, and Blank Space but, did But so New well. Romantics would have... Cause yeah, I, I I don't listen. I would never choose to listen to Shake It Off. I'm, I'll be yeah, honest. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. New Romantics... Encapsulates the entire era for me. I I agree because I'm hoping she, she to let go. I'm hoping she kind of rolls it out bigger with where um recording. Yeah, and especially if this is the next re-recording. We were talking. We're ready to have a 1989 summer. All right. Your love is also so good. Um, my top three. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Welcome to New York, which is crazy. It's not. I'm so not a welcome to New York too. Fan. I'm Usually. a welcome New York. I am fan. new romantics and style. All right, I'm going New Romantics, Clean, and I Know Places. Uh, let's, first of all, a moment of silence for the Clean speech on tour. Oh, my God. Uh, that's silence. everything. That is everything. All right, I'm going to go Clean, Wildest Dreams, and Style. I'm, I'm going to go New Romantics, Blank Space, and Style. All right, let's discuss probably one of the best rollouts of an era oh that Taylor God. Swift has had. Reputation. She, she made this an experience. She mm. stopped the internet. She like did. She shut it down. I remember. So she deleted everything off of her Instagram. Yep. And then everyone was like, oh my God. Because this was the era right after her biggest, which was 1989. Well, this was when she went on her four-year hiatus. Four where years. Everyone hated her. Everyone hated her. No one saw her. For a physical year, no one saw her. Um, And oh my god. Wow. So she deleted all of her Instagram and everyone was like, oh my god, what's she doing? She unfollowed everyone. (laughs) And this was, um, so what happened was, I think the snakes, snakes play an important part of this. Because I don't even know what happened, but it was the Kanye West thing. Kanye had a bunch of his fans. It was the phone call. It was the phone call, which was, turned out to be edited the whole time. Yeah, the whole time. So let's talk about, basically, Taylor was in the right the whole time. 
Kanye, I don't understand why the internet chose to believe Kanye West, but he edited this phone call where he said a lot of bad things about her, said he was, you know, gonna do whatever to her. And um, they let Taylor, they let her have it after that. She just got absolutely wrecked. And she came back with this. I mean, let's talk about, look what you made me do. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. When I heard the first time, I'm sorry, the old Taylor can't come to the phone. That was like, I remember so so clearly. People were so upset. I mean, let's, my fight with my roommates all, she says, oh, Taylor needs to stay out of things. Taylor needs to do this. She shouldn't be this problematic playing into this it. This is what you When the internet's yeah. canceling you, what are you going to do? Dude, you can't just sit back and watch It makes that. me and so she, upset because if this was like a male artist. Yeah. Yeah, yes. we'd be praising him for his reinvention for the way that, you know, she goes from country to this. Yeah, come Let's on. Let's talk picture to burn versus don't blame me. Yeah, this come on. This is the so same person, but 10 years later. I, I'm obsessed with everything with this album. This is a great I didn't get to appreciate album. it when it first came out. This was when I kind of I feel like we all except maybe Anna yeah, gone through like I a did. period where we were like Yeah, Anna. I was really on the fence about this album when it first came uh, out. Because I, I think I didn't it. get it. I was I all I, I loved this album when it first came out. I listened to it on repeat for like days and days. It was just hard to get used to her doing that sort of style. I literally remember going back to like the start of the era. So she deleted her Instagram on and the then, day of the eclipse, I remember. And oh then my gosh. she posted that's oh, the tail. That snake video. When it came out. The and tail. And everyone tried to figure out what it was. was like, oh my god, this is serious. Yeah. And uh, this is, it's the Taylor Swift experience. This is when she started using, doing the Easter eggs. Using her hate to her advantage with it was reinventing perfect. the snake. I want to talk, the first time I she think ever her cursed. legacy is just going to be so strong because now we as a whole group of people can be like, why did we cancel her? We could go into a big thing with I don't know the whole mob mentality that we all just chose to hate her for this. I um, remember when she, she lost so many so fans at this point. Mm-hmm. But this, this is when one of she her best really albums. Didn't care. This it was, was when she this was is like such it a good I don't album. understand. She knows how to do every single genre. Like she, yeah, it's this even to folklore a few years later. Folklore yes. more. Wow. Oh, that's so. Some of the best songs on the album. Don't blame me. Dress. I did something bad. Dress. Getaway car. King oh, of my yeah. heart. Just these catchy pop songs. This is when she said, I'm going to make bridges. I'm going to reinvent the bridge. Um, I think, oh, I mean, opening with Ready For It. That is a okay. good yeah. song. Yeah, incredible. And then, so the music video, it was Look What You Made Me Do. That is a music video. And that, I remember we watched the, like, live debut of it on the award show i think it was iheart music video or yeah I, I remember that i was in my room watching and it. everyone was like what is taylor gonna do what is taylor doing what yeah what is taylor gonna do because i mean how long from a that was like a four-year break everyone was like yeah like what's what gonna is happen? Yeah. no one doing? saw her mm-hmm. yeah literally what's no one she saw been doing? her exactly and she comes out with all of these different she's crawling on different versions of herself out of the grave yeah there's i I don't remember exactly what there was something about like kim and kanye in it some like easter egg there was like a Katy perry easter egg there was an easter egg with the she's bathing assault. in that like thing full of diamonds yeah. and dollar bills like mm-hmm. i it's it's done so well i this is pop this is even more pop perfection because it's it's personal it is really, the album really cover good. I love the album cover so. But what? Because it's the yes, the media so side of her versus her fits, actual self. It fits the album. Same with the Ready for Music video where she's in the box. That's like the media version of herself versus her real self. This is reinvention, I think, at its finest. This is her her bad girl phase, mm-hmm. and the way that she transitioned out of it too. 
it was still her like bad girl phase but she still had really like incredible deep songs like dress new year's day new year's day, day. i mean you guys so talk about the concert because that I, oh i would do anything i watched the i watched the video i was sobbing for some reason like it was so good and then she pulled out the netflix thing i watch it all the time i watched that mm-hmm. netflix that's like that's i don't know let's talk about miss americana thing. too after okay i'm gonna go top three i'm gonna say whew, this is difficult because these are all really good um Oh my god. The thing is like I love all of these in their own like separate way, but I'm gonna say Dancing with Our Hands Tied. Mm. Uh, Great song. Call it what you want. And Getaway Farm? That's I'm gonna say Don't Blame Me is number one. I will listen to Don't Blame Me constantly. Getaway car and dancing with our hands tied. I am gonna go with um Oh, wow. Okay, so it goes. Ready for it and end game. I'm going to go dress, New Year's Day, and dance with our hands tied. All right. So let's talk about Lover, but let me say first, this isn't anyone's favorite Taylor album, but I believe that she gave us some really personal songs. You can tell that she's in love. And I think it's, that's, that's the whole point of the album, and I, it's overhated, but all these songs are about her being in love. We are, of course, talking about Lover, released 2019. Yeah. This album gets a lot of hate, and it is nowhere near my favorite. I agree. But yeah. it has, really it houses songs. my favorite song of all time. I ranked every single Taylor song, and Cruel Summer is on top. Mm. Cruel Summer is amazing. If we cut about... Five tracks this off this album. Been, I think it, this could have been a really yeah. good EP. This could have been it's a really good so EP. Because it's a good transition into what's next. Like, but I there's so many songs that are just not good on this. And I think we can agree on that. But Cruel Summer, Miss Americana, <gasps> Miss and the Heartbreak Prince. Wow. Death by a Thousand Cuts, Cornelia Street, Paper Rings. I'm, I have a confession. I listened to this album like the day before it came out. Um, so did I. It was leaked, unfortunately, which is <laughs> unfortunately. really, which is very rare for Taylor. Yeah. Yeah, she usually doesn't get leaked. Because exactly. she keeps things tight under wraps, so I'm not really sure how Lover was leaked. I'm not sure either. Um, but I do remember listening to, um, I think it was I Forgot That You Existed. I and, love that song. And I remember being like, oh. I, like, I think he knows. I think that's such a good song. Okay, people hate London Boy. I love London Boy. I, I hate, it's I hate so London Boy. I'm so sorry. I love London Boy. I like, it's, because it's stupid. It's, it's so, so catchy. Dumb. But it well, is so catchy. She made it because it's like, well, I brought a mascara. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just yeah. It was like, it was because she was going against the stereotype that like, she only dates English men. Like, so she was kind of playing around with that. And I, I know we, we didn't talk about this, but. Um, let's talk about the media's obsession with Taylor writing about her exes yeah, versus yes. every single Male man artist. who will write and brag about all those exes and say Ed such Sheeran, worse Bruno things. Mars, like... But, uh, suddenly Taylor's a villain. Even I was at this Taylor Swift karaoke night and they were like, it wouldn't be Taylor night if we didn't talk about her tons of exes. And I'm just, She's I'm dating tired of six it. or seven men. I'm so tired of it. She's literally dating so many less people than... She's like, been in a relationship she's, she's for four in. years yeah. now. So... But I just, I love this album. The, I um, think for no reason. There was a, a mistake so do I. at the beginning. I'm not sure 
why she chose to release me first of all I, yeah uh, yeah that, that was that no. i can't stand that and song and let alone release it as the first single with brendan yuri okay look <laughs> i'm gonna say it at the time that? i was a big panic of the disco fan i was so excited that because brendan yuri has an excellent voice i was like yeah, maybe right. they'll do something He's fun talented. together they pull out this <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like, what are we doing? It was a, it was a letdown. I think he knows. I'll be the first to say it's a flop. Being a, a swifty during this time and was trying, hard. It was hard. It was, it was very. Hard. I didn't want to defend her. It was really difficult. I feel bad because in the Miss Americana documentary, she was so excited about the song because she thought it was gonna be better. But well, I because I feel bad hating on it, but yeah, yeah, it was not great. And then the music video is not good. But it's let's so not, let's not need talk to calm about down music videos. Let's not talk about that. Okay, I was gonna transition into let's talk. About, let's not talk about what we hate. Let's talk about my favorite song in the album. <laughs> you need to calm down. Let's the talk music about, video for that was so good. That was when like, she brought Katy Perry in there. Oh my gosh! Some people love to toss around the word um, cultural reset, <laughs> but I believe you need to calm down was a cultural reset. And this was the album where the Easter eggs like. Um, Ellen DeGeneres getting the cruel summer tattoo in the music video. Like I was her teasing that. Guys, I will I can talk about cruel summer for years. I will I love there. that song. Cruel mm-hmm. summer. I want that to be something Taylor's remembered by. Just the song Lover, too. That's a great that song. That is a great song. I love song. Death by Fast I think Cuts the Archer's too. good. I, I just think there's so many songs that aren't good on here that and it's it not, cut out. That's it's right. not cohesive enough i don't i don't like the art that's what messes it up for me i can tell you right now this would be a great ep if it included miss americana uh death by a thousand cuts you need to calm down paper rings paper rings Mm. cruel summer and london boy and And i I think i like i think he knows too should we go into top three yeah Yeah. okay mine cruel summer is number one absolutely death by a thousand cuts i think has one of the best bridges because I'm a, I'm a bridge fan. The tiny mm-hmm. desk of her doing this is incredible. Insane. And third, you know what? I think I might go lover. It's I, oh, yeah. false god is incredible. false god. I'm gonna go. You need to calm down. False god, Miss Americana. I'm gonna say Absolutely. false god, lover, and um, cruel summer. False god, cruel summer, and death by a thousand cuts. It's time. <laughs> it's time for what just made quarantine absolutely amazing. It's time this for folklore and evermore. And listen, I am the best fan of alternative indie slow music mm-hmm. that has meaning. And she she wrote the book in this. She this album, this storytelling in this album. The writing, the way it was written, the the Jack Antonoff and Aaron Dustin of and all. The this is a cohesive album. Let's talk Very about folklore cohesive. first. And let's we'll talk about how more. the surprise release. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about she wrote it all in quarantine when we weren't sure the next time we're getting an album because we I, had yeah. just gotten Lover, mm-hmm. which less none than of a us, year. Let's admit we did not. We were like, okay, what's remember. next? It was a summer album, but and yeah. she comes out with this reinvention of this slow, this storytelling, the storytelling in this album, the everything, about the love it. triangle. She Loved. just she invents this world. It's almost like her her version of writing a book. Yeah, and right, and a poetry. I mean, I I, I could go on forever. I was on vacation. We were on vacation. We were too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I woke up and I checked Instagram. Yeah, and so did Taylor I. Taylor had posted album out tonight. Yeah, and I like I didn't. We I stopped I, that I, in our chat. I yeah. stayed up that whole night. Like the entire day is all I could think of. I was like counting down the minutes till twelve o'clock. I was so excited for this album. I stayed up as and well. And I heard the first three songs I heard were 
actually happened to be August card- cardigan, August and Betty. Oh. I just happened to like press shuffle, and obviously we all heard Cardigan first because of the yeah. music video. Mm-hmm. Um, August, one of her best songs of all time. Uh, might be one of my top three ever. Right. Let's. Uh, and, she's someone. Yeah. I mean, that is such a good song. I think she just the way she goes into storytelling and the way she everything the one the way she starts out. I'm doing good. I'm on some new. Yeah. You swear in this. I don't know. <laughs> but it's just like she said it. She said yeah. it. And she. She did everything. I don't know. I love. She folklore. tackled so many issues. Like this is me trying about the mental health and the like alcoholism and stuff. And let's talk about the long pond studio session oh, where she went. It was basically her own sit down genius interview. It was so good. See, I I this is controversial. Um, they're my least favorite albums from her, or but or I will even. I will agree that it is her best songwriting. It's incredible, yeah. and she tackled so many seven about like childhood trauma and like seven. When friends. she said Pennsylvania, we all yeah. said yes. We, what about yes, Pennsylvania? What about we are here. Hoax. Okay, just the love triangle. The fact that she was able to tie a love triangle into like it's it incredible. In- my tears ricochet. Mm. That is just the perfect diss track against Scooter. At, I, and the way woman. Mad Woman. Against what do you listen to on your car ride home? Because yeah. that video of Justin Bieber and Scooter listening to Tear Dolls on My Guitar. Like, come on. The Lakes. The Lakes That's is one of, one of my favorites. One of That's my favorites. A great yeah. song. Um, should we go... Then a few months later, in December... In December 11th. She a decides, sister album. She decides to release Folklore Winter Edition. <laughs> yes and Miss evermore now let's evermore i love and i go back and forth a lot because people want to compare the two and which one's better i don't know which one's i think better. they're both great either. in their own ways evermore has more of some standout tracks that i think would play really well on the radio i agree. nobody mm-hmm. no crime deserves uh-huh. to be number yep. one on the country it song. absolutely yes. does it's i do actually so really like that song cowboy like me is one of my favorite songs of all time as well as tolerate Champagne. it Tolerate it could be about a ton of different things, like your relationship with your parents or just like anxiety with a partner. Yeah. But tolerate it. I her voice. Let's her voice on these is incredible. Very I, mature. Gold Rush is such a good song. It feels like you're in a daydream the way she. Marjorie heard. about her grandma. Champagne problems about a failed Champagne problems. <laughs> that is a good. Song. That's it. That's, That's everything. It. That's turned a lot of my friends back into Swifties. Yeah. Like saying, "Hey, like, I'm just trying to push it on them." Listen to this one new song. These two together, they're they're honestly probably my favorites overall. They just because it's my personal music taste. I right just, where you left me. Her voice is perfect for these. <laughs> right where you. Should we say our top three from? Each? I, Let's just start with folklore. Let's folklore. Close. Okay. Okay. Oh, this is gonna be difficult. It's gonna be difficult. My two's ricochet. August. Maybe Mad Woman or Invisible String. Because I'm, I love Mad Woman just for everything that it stands for, and My Tears Ricochet. I love her voice on this yeah, album so the, much. Yeah, this is very difficult for me, but I'm gonna have to go with August, The Lakes, and uh, Mirrorball. This is. I'm gonna have to go with the Love Triangle songs, Betty, yeah. August, mm-hmm. and Cardigan. Um, I mean, this is. I honestly don't think I could pick a top three because I really. I you hate, don't know the songs well enough. I hate saying that I don't like really love any of them. It's just not your music. It's not my music, music, but I appreciate it. So I'm gonna say Mirrorball, um, Cardigan, um, not Betty, and August. 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 Okay. Um, 
Let's talk about... Are we doing our Evermore? Evermore. Top Evermore. Evermore. Top from Evermore, yeah. I'll go Tis the Damn Season. Love oh, that can song. Can I say that? Should I go again? Um... No, I think it's fine. It's I think the, it's fine. Just it's say it. It's it's Tis the season, champagne problems, and cowboy like me. Um, Solid. Nobody, no crime. I I don't even think I've listened to a lot of these songs. I'm gonna say nobody, no crime, gold rush, and I guess Willow. Willow's good. I'm gonna go um, right where you left me. Tolerate it, and Marjorie. I'm going to go Cowboy Like Me, Tis the Season, and Gold Rush. Um, I want to talk about where do you think Taylor is going to go after Folklore and Evermore? I, like, I what do you think she's going to take her so doing. many years to roll out the re-releases. Yeah, I think she's just going to focus on she that probably for a will. while. But Taylor Swift 10? Unless there's a, unless there's a third sister album. I don't, I don't think I think so. there is. I really do. I don't... I'm not sure. I'm no, because I, hope I think the is. timing between the first and second, it would have been... April 30th. Right? April 30th. I think she said... I remember her saying that she recorded, like, 50 songs, which technically means there could be a third yeah. album. It leaves, like, 16 That's not how more. Taylor works, though. She throws... Exactly. Yeah. Keeps so many out. I'm not going to get my hopes up about a third album, but I would love it if there was one. I think... I, I do think for... She's going to try to re... Like live to redo eras with her re-recordings. I'm I'm fully ready for that though. I that's I really represents all so I need. Parts yes. of me growing up. Each mm-hmm. of our like mm-hmm. just I think it's so nostalgic for all of us. Because we grew up with Taylor. Yeah, we did. We watched her from eighteen to thirty. I think reliving the nineteen eighty nine re-recordings is gonna it's be gonna incredible. be incredible. I agree. I was talking about TS10 with Rachel about theories about some sort of like a rock album, but she was not happy about it. Well, I was not no, happy no. About. Do you guys follow the Bleachella? No. Do you? Okay, so everyone thinks, you know, oh, she bleached yeah. her hair for so um, the Met Gala one year. Yeah. There's oh. apparently a scrapped album. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe it. Album. I'm not here for it. I don't, I understand that she'll, she's gone through these like three or four different genres. I don't think she's going to branch out into anything. I think anything else she does will probably be pop. And ulti. But remember the nineteen album. Was it nineteen eighty nine World Tour? The I knew you were trouble rock version. That was incredible. Sounds, yeah, and I think she could transition. I don't think, but she can't do it like especially after Miley Cyrus has gone into rock and she's done yeah, it like perfectly. Kind of I don't think it's feasible it just for doesn't her fit to do her. it. But yeah. the thing is, I think I used to say that about like alternative. I used to say that about yeah, her doing doing rock <laughs> or anything. But I. I don't know. Through I alternative music. I'd love to talk about Miss Americana and I that love, the media's, I watched that so many the times. media's um, Miss Americana is of Taylor. course the documentary, Netflix documentary that she. Well, I remember watching it. It was in twenty twenty, yeah. and I remember her writing <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Anna, what? What <laughs> Let's talk about uh, her documentary, Miss Americana. Released on... Okay, let's talk about Miss Americana, uh, her Netflix documentary. Um, I haven't seen it in a while. I've Uh, seen it multiple times. But the number one thing I remember is her writing me and being like... (laughs) This is everything. She was going to curse in me too, but she scrapped it. 
Um, I love Miss Americana because so I think it just you it really explains. got a deep dive into her life like that she doesn't really show the media. Mm-hmm. Um, her and especially honestly, when I was younger, I remember they would like I would look up for some reason which celebrities were like which political affiliation, and they always said yeah. that Taylor was a Republican, and then she just comes out with this documentary where she explains everything and how mm-hmm. she was kind of silenced and feared talking about. Yeah anything with politics just because that's her mm. her good girl her persona stay is, quiet yeah. she just just saying like don't talk about anything you care about and i love the documentary because it 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 talks about a lot of the stuff that we saw the media side of things and never saw and taylor's never side saw of things. Yeah. yeah especially her eating disorder because i remember she, she was, was stick yeah. the red era her even her performing that's not 1989 and that's then not everyone, sustainable yeah. for when you're on stage for three hours a night mm-hmm. too that right. it's just so hard mm-hmm. um that must have been different and i'm i'm really glad that she was able to open up about it because i think that just helps so many of her fans too and like imagine being this like popular imagine the media like, talking about your body everyone was body time. shaming yeah. her they asked if she was pregnant time. one time she's so skinny first of all she literally is like she and is she's 5 11 thin. she's so tall and just the she's just constantly torn down i mean i would want to hide from the media too if they're talking about me that way and i think just the way that she was able to open up about it and release it on netflix is really good and it was in 2020 um so it's very recent i don't know yeah. i think it's just a great it was good way. timing too especially people who are getting reintroduced to taylor swift uh, i think nowadays i especially with folklore and evermore i think nowadays it's like if you like Taylor, it's not like a death wish. Like back in it's the day, it's your cool now. Yeah, back in the day, especially when everything I remember in middle school, it was the big One Direction versus Taylor. You were mm-hmm. one or the other, right. yeah. and there were only like three of us Taylor girls in the class, and everyone else was a One Direction fan. And it was just always like, oh, talking about she dates all these guys. She only writes about guys and like what does one direction write about yeah exactly exactly Exactly. and it's just it's such this double standard and she also talks about the um the need for reinvention when it comes to women's music and how she has reinvented herself she's the queen of the era she feels like you don't listen to her music you live through that music's era you get Mm -hmm. the concert especially her instagram posts about it like that's it's so great she's a a different now because you're able Especially, I mean, as much as we were disappointed that an album didn't come out on the 30th, it was so fun to just be able to listen to other fans and their theories and ideas. I think I love being Swifty because of the amount of, like, effort and work she puts in, but also, like, the Easter eggs. And, yeah. Like, and yeah. She, she cares find. about her fans. She's like, you guys have stuck she by me. She plants things for us to try to find. I think she, right now, like, she's just having fun with her career, and yeah. I, I love it. Even if you're not a fan of her music, you can sit there and say... She's doing what no one else is doing, especially with the re-recordings, because a lot of people don't get why the re-recordings are Let's happening. Let's explain. In the yeah. Someone explain. Yeah, so um, Scooter Braun, who um, basically owned all of her music because it was the label she was working with. And Scott Borchetta. And Scott Borchetta, yeah. Um, they, she wasn't able to go in the direction that she wanted, and they own all of her music. And then um, she left them, and they just sold her music to like a random law group without telling her. So she right now has no rights to any of her old music, isn't making any money off of it. So she's re-recording them all, so they're hers. And it's like her version and releasing a lot of vault tracks. And a lot of people don't Which get it. because incredible. it's incredible. Like, why has no one thought of this? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, oh, what's she doing? Blah, blah, blah. Because you're like hearing all these songs from your yeah. childhood again. I'm so here for it. I'm so here I'm for right. her owning her music. I'm here for reliving these eras that um, 
I was as a child. Do you remember looking up um, Taylor Swift unreleased? Yeah. And now we get to hear all these. I songs have all on these Spotify. unreleased songs on my. Song yeah, I buy a permanent marker. I used to listen to on YouTube all the I time. I have question mark. And now thinking about, um, we're able to hear these on Spotify. It's just like, it's making my eight to. 19 year old self it's so making happy. me yeah. happy that she's getting to release her music on her accord and what right. she yeah. wants to do with it because I, like female artists these days yeah just artists in general and i, I mean so. let's talk about even um being young how lucky we were to have her as a role model compared yeah. to other people i agree she was just like the most and especially like we grew with her especially us like politically I mean, when, and that's we, why the timing everything. was so good for her like when Reputation came out, she stopped being, like, the good girl. We were already, like, old enough to, like, not really need that role model. But even then, she wasn't... She's still not trashy at yeah. all. Yeah. I not, mean, you never hear a story about, like, Taylor Swift hits fans. She's or never... Does, is doing drugs. Yeah, she's never doing, gotten in trouble with the law. She is not... She's, she's the most, like, upstanding, but still, like, a strong woman who, like... Yeah. She... Who stands up for herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just amazing for young girls to look up and, like... I, I, I've idolized her since I was six. So have I. Mm-hmm. And I think there was, like, no other way that we could have gone just because she has just stayed so relevant, so popular, while not sacrificing any parts of herself. She's doing things her yeah. own way how she, she wants fully now. Is. People... I don't care who disagrees with me. She is a living legend. She and is. She oh my gosh. And let's talk. She's gonna go down in history as, as one of the best it. songwriters. One yes. of the best. And I'm so excited to tell my kids that I was able to live through these. Yes. Era, I was able to go to these concerts. She, I feel Long like she's. Live. I mean, people talk about like Madonna living through that. Era, yes. Yeah. Yes. Or the Beatles. Like one day, there's like gonna be a Taylor Swift musical. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we have to look forward <laughs> to. I. She's an icon. She is the moment. She yeah, is. Come on now. She literally just owns pop. She owns country. And she owns every genre. And she, she does she it does. so And well. she lives so in the comfort of her own, own home, never posting about her boyfriend. Yeah, she's been dating she, yeah. for four years. And living with her cats. Mm-hmm. And she's so happy. She and I think that's what makes me so happy as a fan, is that knowing that she's able to do things the way she wants to. Yeah, I'm just so excited to see what she does like with the rest of her career. She's mm-hmm. always she's already 31. Always pulling out surprises. She's always trying something different, which is it keeps me excited, but still doing it in a way that's not too much. Like, too much. Or she's not released, being authentic. She's released so much music since both COVID and her last tour that I'm so ready to see her on tour again yeah, i saw my soul too. to see her on tour like lover fest getting canceled and then we get the two new albums like i'm so excited i i i just remember being so shocked when like the folklore evermore mm-hmm. like stuff started happening like she's so unpredictable and like she could literally drop an album tomorrow that's how unpredictable she yes. is she writes songs in her sleep she yeah. literally just comes up with these excellent ideas and i haven't like honestly truthfully I still haven't mentally processed folklore that I'm not even on the fact that she released yeah. anymore. I'm not on the fact I haven't fully grasped that she basically followed me and my music tastes and suddenly just wanted to release these songs that I'm super into. Like, I I love everything about folklore and Evermore personally. So do I. I love everything about where those she is right now. And she went right from those two albums to releasing her re-recordings. I think it's a perfect place to go because it almost is a little country. You go from cowboy like me to releasing Fearless, and I yeah. think it's perfect. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think it's absolutely full circle. I and just. I think in conclusion, I'm just so excited to see what she has in store. Should we do our top three songs of all time? I, I don't know. What let's well, let's rank no mine. Idea. So let's let's I close this out with top. I want to say let's go top albums. Like your holy trinity. Holy we trinity. Did, we did it at the beginning. 
Oh, okay. Well, then let's let's go top three songs. I don't. I'm oh, gonna have geez. to come up with it. I'm gonna. Um, I don't. I haven't ranked them. I need to do that. There's an app or like a website. That I did that, that, but it wasn't as accurate as I thought it would. Be. Um, but I'm gonna just thinking off like the top of my head. The top three songs that come to mind. Top like three songs that come to mind. New Romantics. Um. Oh, jeez. Um. Like false god, that's crazy. That I just like got of that. But like, <laughs> you need to calm down there. I love that song. I love you need to calm down. Um, but I feel like false god and you need to calm down are different. Um, yeah. And then I'm gonna say like enchanted. Yeah, that's good. Mine are I did rank them so cruel summer all too well, and champagne problems was third. But I think I would need to throw. Um, Enchanted up there just yeah. because she deserves a spot. I yeah. listened to Enchanted after like the first boy, like I'm in middle school, told me he liked me. Like you know, it's just very like yeah. nostalgic to me. Mm-hmm. But um, Cowboy Like Me is also very is very far song. Up there. Okay, I I don't know. The first three songs that come to mind are probably August. I'm gonna say Death by a Thousand Cuts. I love that really? song. Yeah, that bridge. Wow. The bridge of that song. And I'm trying to think, because those are, like, two of her pop songs, so I'm trying to do, like, a country. I'm thinking Fearless. Like, the song Fearless. I love that song. All right, I'm going to say Dear John, just because I love the songwriting in that one. And I'm going to say August, classic. Uh, And I'm going to close it off with Evermore. Mm, Yeah. That's That's a good song. All right, I'm going to close off this podcast with... Um, just, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm just super excited to see what she has to do for the rest Absolutely. of her career. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift is an icon. Yes. There's nothing she can't do. Um, she's proven herself to us con- constantly. Time and time again. That she is a force to be reckoned with. She is a songwriter and a performer and an icon. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone.